This is Donna Otto, and we are Modern Homemakers. Welcome. So welcome, welcome, welcome. We're glad you're joining us. This is a hard series we are engaged in. We've been talking through, teaching through, reading through, looking at the Sermon on the Mount, Matthews 5, 6, and 7. We've not done it in order. We've been choosing subjects out of the sermon and turning them into topics that we can talk about. And I most recently talked through Matthew 5, verses 21 through 26, where God tells us, Jesus tells us in the Sermon on the Mount to his disciples, I say to you, if you are angry with a brother or sister, you will be liable. If you are angry, and he goes on to say, for that anger is murder. Whoever murders shall be liable to judgment. And if you are angry with a brother or a sister, you will be liable to judgment. If you insult a brother or sister, you'll be liable to the council. It is like murder. Murder. How is it? You shall not murder, but whoever murders shall be liable to judgment. I say to you, if you are angry... So anger and murder seem to be a far way apart. And yet we all know what it is to have someone angry at us and then unwilling to speak to us about it or receive our ask of forgiveness and they carry it and carry it and carry it. Now I mentioned at the end of that teaching that anger is like all other emotions, a gift from God. And Paul tells us later in the New Testament that we should be angry. We can be angry. There are many things to be angry about, but we should not sin. So when things go wrong, what happens? Do you crack while someone else stays calm? Are you unruffled when someone else is frantic? Why do we react so differently to stress? Why do we see so much anger all around us? Well, this anger is an emotion that is common to every person, every person, because we're imperfect people living in imperfect world. So there may be the sweetest little person in your life, young, old, childlike. You never hear anything but sweetness from her lips. Just remind yourself that there is anger inside because we all experience this emotion of anger. Because we're imperfect people in an imperfect world, we are guaranteed to regularly encounter this emotion. When most of us think of anger, we actually see rage. We see door slamming, shouting, intimidating communication. It is a part of the anger response. But it's different than just a loud conversation. I have a young woman who I've been in relationship now for almost 30 years, and for a while she worked for me. And I remember my daughter coming into the office, and she and I were having a conversation, two Italian girls just talking at the top of our lungs. And 
this gal thought that we were angry. After my daughter left the office, she said, oh, is everything okay? And I said, well, perfectly, why? She said, well, your voices were so raised. And I thought, ah, there, there's a definition of anger, raised voices. Well, it can be, or they can be Italians or Greeks or Middle Eastern. They talk loud. They, we talk loud. And anger is not that one-dimensional. It's multifaceted. Anger is found in every temperament. So no one can say, I don't have anger. Anger is used to describe a number of expressions. Frustration, irritability, annoyance, blowing off steam, fretting. My husband decades ago said, oh, we're almost to completion, and and I'm feeling very frustrated. And he said, honey, remember, the closer you are to completion, the greater the frustration. I said, where did you get that? And then he gave an illustration I've never forgotten. You're in a long line waiting to buy a concert ticket, okay? A theater ticket, anything. You're in a long line. There are 40 people ahead of you. In the back of the line, you're having coffee and kibitzing and meeting each other, talking about what other concerts you've been to. When there are three people in front of you, you can hear their conversation. All you want to say is, stop talking, get your ticket, and get away so I can get my ticket. It's important to see how these expressions, frustration, irritability, annoyance, blowing off steam, fretting, blow up and become anger. During this series, we will talk about anger in the Word of God, anger in the world, and anger in your world. So stay with us. To understand how unmet needs can feed anger, how other emotions can influence our anger, and how to have healthy ways to express and control our anger. Donna, are you saying it's okay to express anger? Most certainly it's okay to express anger with your children, with your intimates, with people who matter. It's okay to express it and model for your family, helping your children manage their anger. Are you an angry person? Do you know what it is to be angry? On the website in the next days ahead, you will find 13 management tools. And these 13 management tools are by Minmouth Myers, Carter and Minmouth Myers, all 13 of them. And they will help you tremendously. I'm not going to read all of them, but I'm going to read a couple of them to you. Learn to recognize the many faces of anger. Accept the inevitability of loneliness as you struggle to be understood. We all want to be understood. And in that time, we feel lonely. And in that time, we want to be angry with someone who's not meeting my needs of loneliness. Remember that anger passes on to the next generation. So what kind of anger are you passing on to the next generation? My husband and I approached anger very differently. I've already told you that I'm a loud-speaking Italian, a loud-speaking Italian. Before I was a loud-speaking Italian, I am still a loud-speaking Italian. And I am also a Persian. So my Middle East and Italian heritage, they talk loud all the time. They, and they're having a blast. And when they're having a party, the party is overwhelming. I married the quietest German man you have ever met in your whole life. And I can remember 
being at an event with him, and we were talking, and he, 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 you could just feel his whole body was tensing up. And later we got in the car, and he said, what, what, what was going on? I said, what do you mean what was going on? That was a blast. Didn't we have a good time? I had a really great time. He said, everybody was so loud, and they were so angry. And I said, hmm. And then I thought about it for a minute. I thought, was anybody really angry with anybody? Did anybody say anything? No, nobody was angry with anybody. We, we are expressive, okay? Now, what did that mean for me in learning to live with my husband? Well, I had to learn to be sure to make sure that he understood that what I was talking about and how I was talking, may it be loud, was not an expression of anger toward him. Now, let me just tell you that in the early days of our marriage, when I exploded my anger, it was loud, and it scared him. It scared him, and it also made him angry, and it also made him want to run and hide. I can't remember what book it was, but early in marriage, we read a book. As we read many marriage books and went to many conferences, and we hope you do the same. But this book was nailed down to two terms. One of you is a hider, and the other word was the other one of you is a hurler. There was no doubt about who was who in our marriage. When I hurled, that David hid. Well, I remember thinking that through one day, saying, "Well, I don't want to hurl at him. If nothing else, I want him to listen to me. I want him to hear what I had to say." So I had to learn to temper myself. Anger damages our bodies, can cause our blood vessels to dilate permitting an abnormal supply of blood to rush to our cranium, causing severe headaches. More than one young woman that I have met with over the years of doing ministry with women who talk, talk to me about regular headaches, severe headaches, who talk to me about migraine headaches. And I'm always delighted to meet with women and, and see if I can help them through the Word of God and my own counseling knowledge to find an understanding. But often I say to them, perhaps this is a residual of anger that has built up in the past and needs to be dealt with in a different way. I certainly recommend to you, if you are an individual who has regular, often severe headaches, perhaps there's an anger in you that you don't even know and recognize, go to someone, get some help. The muscle of our stomachs tighten. You know, our abs, girls, if we just tighten up our abs, well, when we get angry, this blood rushes, restricts the, the blood that blood that our blood vessels permit abnormal amounts of blood supply. When it gets to our vital organs, it restricts the blood to those organs, lungs, liver, heart. Have you ever heard someone saying, I'm having a heart attack because I'm so angry. I'm having a heart attack. Anger does volumes of different things to us. My father, I believe, was an angry man the day after his mother died and he was seven years old. And I've seen him angry in all forms of anger. But one that always stands out to me was my mother and he were arguing about where to move the piano. Did you hear me? The piano. And she couldn't help him with the piano. And he got madder and madder and more angry and more angry. And I watched him with my very two eyes. He bent over and picked that piano up and moved it and dropped it down. And I thought, 
Well, later I came to find out that during anger moments, our body does incredible things. And he was angry enough, enough energy and expression to pick up the piano and move it. I asked him many times after that, can you move the piano now? I was a girl. I thought maybe he was hiding something from us. Anger can kill us and kill our relationships. We don't like to hang around with people who are angry and regularly angry. We don't like them in our circle of friendships. Anger makes us not behave like ourselves. We lose our judgment, and this can cause us to make poor decisions. I was having a discussion with someone about the phrase in the New Testament that says that we are to be sober-minded. The discussion had to do with alcohol. And I said, do you find it interesting that anyone who talks about alcohol uses the word whether you are sober or drunken? Sober? Why? Because when we are sober-minded, we make good, sound judgments. And anger can behave in us like someone who cannot make a good decision, only makes a poor decision. We lose our judgment and we are not sober-minded. Anger gives Satan room to work. Yes, the enemy is very clear to want to take us over. The New Testament says about the enemy that he is seeking to devour, not nibble at your fingernails, but devour you completely. Devour you. Not pull your earlobes, but devour you. He is hungry for it. Remember that anger limits God's work in us and hinders our fruit of God. So you know all of this, do you? Do you know when you get angry? Do you know where your fuse is lit? Do you know the kind of circumstances that you get into that may cause you to be angry? I know some of them, and some of them are very, very simple Hmm. Don't get in a serious conversation that you are very, could be angry with late at night. Don't start a serious conversation if you're starving or on a diet. Don't, there are places that you have to watch yourself. Don't get in front of your children and start a conversation that may prove to be an angry argument in front of your children. Does that mean your children should not see you angry? No. They should see you angry. They should understand that it is an emotion. They should understand that you are angry, but you are not going to sin in that anger. Please, mothers, of all things that you do with your little children, don't shut down their anger. Help them to be angry. Help them to express their anger. Help them to learn to confide in Christ what their anger is and be able to talk to you about it. That child will make someone a great friend, a great spouse. And that child will learn and understand that he himself, she herself, is still created in God's image. And anger is just an emotion that rises up that we should be able to be in charge of. Thank you for joining us. We are so glad for your presence in these podcasts. Thank you for your comments, questions. Please send us any question about anything I say or you see our resources are all found on the website. I'm Donna Otto. This is Modern Homemakers. Remember, the common begin and the uncommon finish. Go out and make it an uncommon day of knowing what pulls 
your trigger to anger.